Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and welcome to Hearty Dice Friends. My name remains Grant Howard, and I'm joined as ever by my best, tallest, wisest, widest, and tallest friend in the whole wide world, Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello, Christopher. Hello. Is that your nice wide voice? That's my big wide voice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a fat joke, by the way. I just, because uh-huh. you're, 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 you're broad-shouldered, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, buddy, I know fatter people than you. Oh, I believe you. Thousands wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> you were you were joining us on a sunny morning. We are recording. It's a beautiful day outside for me, because I live in the south. Uh, and Christopher is, I believe, still in the exclusion zone of Sheffield. It's beautiful outside. I'm just cold. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Because I'm a soft southern boy. And and, and your, your body, of course, being so large, has too little blood to heat every extremity. It, it picks at random. Yeah, yeah, it has to choose. It's it's very weird, just a losing feeling in a foot because the hand needs blood. Mm. Christopher, I have huge news. Biggest of newses. Biggest news. I went to the pub. Oh, that's so good. I went to a pub. Now, I don't know what it's like for, for you, listener. I don't know. I don't know how your country's been handling the pox. But we have, for a period of, I think, it's been five months now, not been able to get a drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can certainly buy buy a beer and take it home, and I have been doing that. But we have we have not been able to get a drink in a pub for five months, and I think beforehand, when the pubs had had reopened after the initial lockdown, I was like, oh well, you know, oh, I'm not I'm not comfortable, you know. It just feels like oh, I don't want to spread. Now, fuck that. I was during that that tiny period where our bars reopened. I was like, no, fuck this. I'll go to the pub. Yeah, actually, because, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I don't care. The, the stereotype of, of the English is that, oh, we love a cup of tea, don't we? Oh, we love a cup of tea. We love a cup of tea. Absolutely not. That's not the English stereotype. The English, the true, the truest of English stereotypes is that we, we love a pub. We love a pint. Mm-hmm. And a going pint to a of quite weak beer. Going to a pub is vital. It keeps us alive as a nation. It is a communal living room. Mm-hmm. I will say as well, as a man who's worked, um, who's worked, either been freelance or self-employed uh, for the last god like a decade now, I think it's it's often the closest I can get to people who aren't married to me. Mm. So it's quite nice in just to sort of remind you that other humans exist. You can go and sit in a pub for a little while. It's where and I that's read. quite nice. Yes. I haven't read very much during this pandemic. Well, your eyes don't work unless you're My two eyes... points in. Exactly. Like, I need to be in a pub to be able to see letters. So I've been... Uh, we we went out to a lovely wee pub just down the road called Green Goose, because my, my in-laws are visiting, because they are friendly, my in-laws, in a way my parents never quite managed. Well, what with being in another country and all. Well, they've had the opportunity to move. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I have an ample opportunity to get back to, to get back to the right country, as my father would call it. <laughs> Weirdly racist man, despite living in foreign. Yeah, yeah, he likes it over there. I suppose a lot of our greatest racists were living in foreign when they took they took over the countries. Yeah, like living in, say, India. Yes, just having India, thanks. <laughs> I guess at that point it was technically England. <laughs> And you'd be, you'd be amazed what these people will let slide on a technicality. Counts as England, I'm afraid, old chap. Now polish these. <laughs> Hurt I that just... elephant for me. <laughs> Upset that pack of them. <laughs> here, here, here. Take this. Go goad that tiger. <laughs> Good work, Shange. <laughs> That's what you named your tiger. Oh, good work, good twist. So yes, I'm I'm in quite a good mood. It's the, the sun's shining. Um, I went out for a steak and chips and two pints of local XPA. I don't know what XPA stands for. 
Uh, it's 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 a it's a supplementary personal assistant. Well, because it's like well, because IPA is Indian pale ale, so is this like Zindian pale ale? <laughs> Xylophone. No, that's Xylo. That's the only other thing that begins with X. <laughs> Zygote. No, damn. No. It just sounds the same. Xena Warrior Princess. Xena Princess. What? So hello. Uh, we're here, we're, 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 we're loud, we're in charge, and we are role-playing games. This is a role-playing game podcast, not just where we discuss the uh, essentials of being British, and let's be honest here, English. And let's be honest here, alcoholic. Yes. Christopher and I are games designers. Professionally, we are going, you know what the podcast is about. We're going to design a game live on air, and you're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be like 70% silly, 30% clever. Sound good? Yeah. So the way we've been doing this over the last few months is that we haven't, but also the way that we've been doing this over the last few months is that Chris and I each bring half an idea, uh, and then we combine them to see what happens. So do you have your idea? I do, and it is, inspi- it is inspired by the fact that I had no idea this morning. Great. Um, and it was suggested to me that I go on Reddit and just look at pictures, mm-hmm. and I found my way to Imaginary Weapons, <laughs> which is... Just the best website, uh, best Reddit, by the way. You quite enjoy yourself on there. Um, and so that's it. It's imaginary weapons. Mm. The idea that weapons are important in role-playing games, generally speaking. Yes, yes often. Um, and we don't need to be stuck with just an sword. Mm. Why not a Gatling gun that fires kittens? That is a picture you sent that me is earlier. A literal picture, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I can think of a good reason why not, because the cat would die, and it yeah. wouldn't do, a, and it wouldn't do a lot of damage. I mean, it would do a lot of psychological damage. I'd rather be shot with a kitten than a minigun bullet. Really? Psychologically, yeah, I'd recover from the kitten. I imagine I the think... kitten, the kitten would crumple on impact. Depending, it's on like the a beanbag gun. Second of the of the cat, I think I think it could kill you. Yeah, I think I think it would have to be going pretty fucking quickly compared to a bullet. Because bullets are quite like good at going through flesh and sort of you know f- fragmenting and doing all sorts the, of horrible fun. They things. are Whereas designed cats, for that very purpose. Cat like cats. I, I don't know much about cats, but they're roughly the same consistency as me. Yes, yes. B- being a projectile is just their sort of B role. Yeah, yeah. Now bees <laughs> would do even less damage to you. That's true, but they're guided, so it's more accurate. So it all adds I, up. I, I don't think they'd be guided at that speed. <laughs> no, they're very good. It's all, it's, it's all instinct. They're dancing. They're dancing in the magazine, telling each other where to go. Smart bullets. Away. My my suggestion is, as our, as our glorious nation of England, as we look upon our rising sunlit uplands, what was the, what was the, what's the, the thing that everyone's been complaining about? The government. Yeah. We look upon... These, this bleak, grey, transphobic isle. <laughs> this wretched little shit stain of a country. And we're finally opening back up again. We're going out to the pub, we're seeing our friends, and we're really hoping that no more grandparents die too quick. But my... my they die at right time, like normal. Grandparents die at right time, five years from now. My suggestion for a game is a game you have to play in person. What? So it cannot be played remotely. It must be physically played in person. People, eh? It's novel. Yeah. It might catch on. Do, do, do you remember the smell of a person? No. Their questing eyes. The hair that gets everywhere. The breathing. <laughs> Them interacting with objects that previously only you had interacted with. <laughs> Closing and opening doors. <laughs> Consuming food! <laughs> Occupying space! Daring to look at me through the crack in my window when I'm trying to masturbate! On the third floor? Them, yeah, people. Yeah, other people. Um, okay. So that's my concept. I'm willing to abandon either of these if we can come up with a good enough um, concept for one. But I'm interested to hear about imaginary weapons and like what we can, what we can do, because that sounds like fun. So, my initial idea was something like, and I can never remember the correct title, Wizards of Skulltop Fireham Mountain. The card game, what card gamey thing when you're a wizard? I think it's Skullfire Mountain. Skullfire Mountain. Mm-hmm. And you put together cards, mm-hmm. and then that sort of links together to make a spell. 
yes, there was a it was kind of like a delivery method, a secondary effect, and a damage mm. thing. And and like they were all named after a particular kind of wizard. And they ha- you had like a necromancer and a battle mage and a druid, and it was all kind of drawn in this adventure style, adventure time style thing. But you put together these three parts of a spell, and if they matched, it was better. But maybe maybe they didn't have to. Yes. And it was, you know, fine. Mm. It was a fine board game. A, f- a fine card game. I think I played it three times. I hid ecstasy in it one time. That's useful. Yes, that was that was the most useful use of the <laughs> It's of, primary of use, right? Yes. Um, but then I, I guess you could also use it to play cards. Whatever. Yeah. You're thinking we have like a shape of the gun and the projectile of the Oh, no, sorry. It doesn't have to be guns. Does it doesn't have to be guns, no. But like, Sh- it doesn't mean you can have a pistol grip knife. Why not? Exactly. It's an imaginary weapon. Hmm. Could I have a silenced knife? Absolutely. Hmm. So, I be I think you'd have, like, slots. Yeah. So you'd have bit you hold, mm-hmm. um, attachment. Handle. Yeah, that's bit you hold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I'm, 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 I'm old school. You know, oh, okay. Like I use the technical terms. Well, I see. I didn't want to put it in. I didn't want to put specific handle in there. Like it could be a gravity magnetic thing that attaches to the back of your hand. It'll still count as handle, I think. But yeah, okay. It's not a handle. You're not holding anything. Anyway, like a glove you put on. Yeah, I, the, yeah. I think like the handle category. Anyway, yeah. But like bit you hold maybe isn't quite so you know snappy. Although I do like calling everything in terms that brisk. Bit, bit you hold, bit, bit what that goes hurts. in them, bit what helps. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. Handle attachment, um, middle bit. Yeah, like connector, node. You know that sort of thing. Like a yeah, central ex- part. accessory. You've got on the end. I'm thinking like that would be barrel or blade. Mm, okay, delivery method. Yeah, because like. One of the other things is is payload. Yeah, that's true. Which would be, um, on a fiery sword, it would be fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a gun, bullet. Mm-hmm. Kitten, and like you've got different kind of bullet, you know, and like you could have like, oh, I've got a shot selector, so I can have different kinds of payload and swap out between them and sort of put them in there. Yeah, and like certain bits of the weapon would be like, this handle removes mm-hmm. my slot for the middle bit, but mm-hmm. adds attachment slots. I, I'm quite excited by this. I'll tell you for why. I wrote a game many, many years ago, which I never got past the prototype stage. It was uh, Goblin Heist was the mm-hmm. game, combining the two genres of things I give a shit about. <laughs> and Goblin Heist had the gag. Uh, one of the cards you could get was additional fake beard. Mm-hmm. And you could just keep stacking fake beards to up your disguise stat. More beards is more human. Right. There's something inherently funny. About one, seeing that, and two, earnestly believing it. Yes, the fact that simply because you're wearing eight disguises, mm-hmm. you are more disguised. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mathematically, I'm more disguised. Like, that's. There, there's something beautifully comic about that. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm thinking is we apply the same thing to guns mm-hmm. or weapons. Sorry, again, I keep saying guns because guns have the most moving parts. Yes, yeah, you have to, you have to think that you can have, you can have a hammer. You can That's have sorry. a hammer, but I I think like I'd be I'd be really interested in working in terms of. Uh, I've I've got a I've got a chainsaw edge, which I can put on anything. I've got a silencer I can put on anything, or like yeah. underslung grenade launcher. Fine, I can put all these things on, and like there's no limit on what cards I can combine as long as I have the right slots. Yes, and you can modify the the, the way the slots work. Mm-hmm. So you could have a handle that is just like it, it. The card is just bundle of Picatinny rails. What's a that sounds racist? What's a Picatinny? A Picatinny rail is the uh, like cross section bars on the top of guns oh, that you yes, put scopes yes, yes. on. Yeah, like a tactical rail. Right, yeah, okay. it's just a load of those bundled together with elastic bands instead of a handle. <laughs> and that means that you can put like nine scopes on it so you can see further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you now don't have a, a, a another part because that's changed one of your slots into accessories. It all it always does one damage. 
You're, yes, it can't you, not do one damage. You do one damage. Now, it might be that you have accessories on there which like, oh, unfortunately, this gives you minus one damage. So like a silencer would give you minus one damage. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that... Yes. It's possible, like, you might... Well, okay. Like in like in the boring kind of video games. Not like in the cool video games where it makes absolutely z- where it makes the noise and it does the same amount of damage. Rather, rather than a, a solidly loud bang and there's still a bullet going in you. Rather, yeah, rather than like your Rainbow Six games where it sounds like a big man clapping. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's roughly equivalent to sort of like pushing a half-empty trolley at someone. Ow! <laughs> Quit it! Ow! Watch it, that's dangerous. I do like the modern way of dealing with realistic, in quotation marks, silences in video games. What's that? Which is that you don't appear on mini-maps with it. Yes, that's lovely. So it's it's a different noise. Yeah. And you just don't ping on the mini-map. And I think that's fairly clever. Like, you can't tell where exactly where the person is because they fired a gun. It's a lovely abstraction. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I want no limits on this. I want, like... Okay, I've had I've had kind of an idea for a rapper around this, but I don't think it's quite right. Uh, Labyrinth. Okay. He's a rapper. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant the David Bowie film. No, I just did a joke. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I, I meant rapper with a W. Okay. Uh, that makes as, sense. Uh, as you're well aware. Birthday. And, okay. And <laughs> I was thinking, are you aware of? Are you a principal? Of, <laughs> I'm, I'm leading a trip for the show. Don't worry. Uh, are you aware of the principle of mold ninjas? Yes. Mm. So mold ninjas, and I think for so mold ninjas are people like those those chaps who have those very elaborate knives, which aren't really useful for hurting people or defense or cutting or any sort of use. They look they look like a dragon and mm. have one jagged blade going forwards and a slightly larger one going backwards. Mm-hmm. Like it's completely useless, but looks cool. Quotation marks. A lot of blades at right angles to other yep. blades. Those are good. Um, dragons are a popular theme. Having the blades be a color like red or green or mm. blue. Those are very cool as well. Um, and yeah, just like really the sort of thing that if you got that if if you were stabbed by one of them, you'd probably die of embarrassment first, <laughs> yes. rather than blood loss. I think it's 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 summed up quite nicely in uh, the video game Payday Two. Where there is a gun called the P90, which you may be aware from video games, is is roughly rectangular mm. in shape, and one of the sciences you can get for that is called the Mole Ninja. All oh, right, and it is a slightly larger rectangle of right. the same, roughly the same dimensions that goes on the front and has kanji characters on it. Oh, great! Okay, sounds good uh, to me. And and like a bright electric pink line as well, I think. And mm. it's just, it doesn't need to do that. No. In Absolutely. any way, it's just there to look again in quotation marks. Cool, cool. Uh, which leads us on to the like. So, so that, that's that's the knife equivalent. And for guns, you have tactical, mm. which is every single attachment possible weighing down the gun and like, like believing that it will add to your KD ratio, <laughs> which I believe is the phrase. Yes, yes, they do teach that in the Marines. Yes, so I. I mean, it's it's, it's very important in the Marines. It's, it's crucial. Yeah, if your if your D ticks up over Warden, your career is pretty much over. Yeah, yeah so it's demotion at least. So, so I was imagining kind of a mold ninja war. Like you have, you'd have a maybe you could have it as maybe slightly post apocalyptic or some sort of lawless vibe. Uh, and then everyone's coming here for this for the, for this grand championship, this sort of street fighter thing, where everyone's building these own their own ridiculous weapons and dueling. Mm. But I feel that isn't quite just just having one on one fights doesn't quite do it for me. It, it, it feels too limiting. No, I kind of like the idea of a a slightly more standard role playing game, mm-hmm. going out and doing quests, what have you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whether that be modern quests or jobs, as they're known, um, <laughs> or, or slaying a dragon or what have you. Uh-huh. Um, but the interesting thing is, and one of the ways that you need, ideally would be playing it in person, uh-huh. is the ability to quickly swap bits between each other's weapons. Absolutely, yeah. As, as part of attacks. Yes. Like, when every time you fire this gun, you must move the payload to somebody else's gun. I really like the idea of like 
being able to attach your guns to other guns for, for like for link up super saiyan attack not super saiyan uh power rangers Vol- uh, volton volton voltron, voltron. Voltorb. magnemite magnemite att- yeah for uh pichu attacks yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, for for that that tall palm tree with the eggs in it, yeah. <laughs> Executor. That's the one. Oh, a stupid fucking game. So, you have the capacity to like make other people's attacks better. You can you can do all sorts of fun things with this. And I think that what I'd be interested in is trying to trying to represent having every different mission which comes up. So like there, there would be a role playing game element in there, in that like you would probably have a character of some capacity who would who would influence your attacks. So like, yeah, and also have... they, they, the character class could provide your basic frame. Absolutely. So you so get you... a character sheet that's like, what are your abilities, and then has slots for the the gun, or, you know, you got me saying it, has slots for your weapon on it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, I think you could, if this is if this is a card game, because I'm, I'm viewing this as a card game with like, with, like, you build the weapon in front of you as you go. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's visual. There would be an element of deck building. Okay. To this because if I'm playing so like my character is the operator mm-hmm. and the operator has um, most of but not all of his head shaved and um, a cool black hat and no sleeves he scared them off mm-hmm. and a gun just absolutely covered in torches just, and knives a big bushy beard big old bushy beard um, and he's always pictured at least waist deep in water mm-hmm. in his for some reason case. Uh, you, see, you, see, you see these people in the movies and in the in the military and stuff just jumping into the water. And I'm like, that's going to chafe, my dude. That's going to be wet. How long is that going to take you to dry off? Your You're boots in the are going to be full. Go round. <laughs> At least take your socks off. Well, I can see the I can see the side. Just walk around it. Just walk around. Find a different way, Tom. Tom Hiddleston. In Kong. <laughs> Specifically Tom Hiddleston. Handsome Tom Hiddleston in Kong. Who's walks out in the middle of the jungle looking looking like he's, he's advertising fucking Gap? <laughs> he doesn't even have a hat! There's a bridge, you pillock. <laughs> no, it's very important we ignore the boat and wade into the swamp so I can get all wet and moist. Where the snakes are. <laughs> I'm Tom Hiddleston, and the only way I can, can come, the only way I can come <laughs> is if a snake bites me on the end of my willy. <laughs> I love it when I'm in a swamp and something <laughs> contacts me. I like to not know what. I'm Tom Hiddleston, and the only way I can climax is when my foot unexpectedly finds a hole. <laughs> I need swamp fear. <laughs> I'm Tom Hiddleston, and I was born in a swamp. I'll die in a swamp. <laughs> and I'm a goddamn procreate in a swamp. That's one of them. Uh, you've got the mall ninja, so you've got like a guy who lives, like you sort of basement vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Naruto headband, big t shirts. Um, I, 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 while you were talking to women, I studied the blade, and now the world is burning. You come to my door begging for assistance. Yeah, nobody knows where you live, mate. It's fine. Yeah, uh, you've got like the like, like an armchair, an, an armchair general. Yep, vibe of things, so kind of like a Rimmer vibe, like maybe like a Mad Inventor character. I never liked the Mad Inventor character. It's so easy, but I. It's too easy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's too unfocused. Okay, fuck that. You need something daft. I think I, I think we could probably we could probably do quite well by getting all of those great characters from Rainbow Six Siege, mm-hmm. and then just doing fifteen percent more on each of them. <laughs> just really, really upping the numbers. Just just turning that dial by a couple of notches. Yes, and I, so like they're, they're already all, they're already getting ridiculous. They're all very, very... They're quite cartoony. Yeah, in the, the beginning, they were all FBI, but they had, like, more breaching charges, right? They mm-hmm. had, like, a grenade launcher. Fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's getting weird. My name is Rafael de Santos. My father was a bull, and I kicked down walls. <laughs> Actual character. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a man with a drone. Like, well, everyone's got be... drones. Yeah. But this this one's got, like, a bomb and a gun on it. It seems like Rainbow Six Siege came out and they saw how well Overwatch was doing and they were like, "Oh, we should put wives in this." Let me get some dollar. We should put some. We should put some attractive people in this so people want to play the game more. Yeah, like their their original attractive person, the default the skin came mm-hmm. with a baseball cap and glasses 
Mm-hmm. Like you could not see her face. Like you were actually doing a siege. Like you were doing a siege. Siege breaking anyway. And then, then, then there's things like adding in Carly, who has a sniper rifle and a wetsuit. Great. For the embassy. Is there water in the game? Nope. Oh. Yeah. So I think like I think we can take them as a vibe. We can mm-hmm. have mole ninjas. We could have um, historical enthusiasts. There's a there's 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 a broad range, but the core idea is you have a weapon, mm-hmm. and then if you got like a a a barrel upgrade, you would add to range. Yes. If it, you got a it, handle, they would traditionally upgrade. add to range. Handle upgrade might increase your attacks or increase your reach with it in some capacity. <laughs> you've got um you've got the capacity to put like uh what's what's it called is it like a bump stock or a bump trigger? Bump stock, yeah. You could put a bump stock on a machete. Or a shield. Or a sh- shields! Like, if you want, you can just go full shield mm. and tank. Well, you, see, you're talking about Rome Stoke Siege. There's a character in that called Montague. Mm-hmm. Mon- Mon- Montaigne. Montaigne. Well, okay. Um, I don't know why, because it, it shortens down to Monty. Um, right. And he has a pistol, not very effective, no. and a huge riot shield that at the press of a button... Defends an entire hundred eighties in front of him, like it goes around the sides a little bit. <laughs> Great, why not? Sure, put yeah. that in the game. I oh, do you remember an army of two? Do you remember all the fun, fun things you could put in your guns, including several kinds of little shield? Yes, also a character in Rainbow Six Siege. Yes, I'm sure. Like you know, there's only so many ideas you can have. <laughs> yes, and they're all already in Siege. So what we're doing is. We're building kind of a Rainbow Six Tom Clancy piss take. Yes. Where you are operators with a capital O. And a Z. All right. I, mean, I, think, it, I think it warrants the Z in this case. I think, I think that ship might have sailed in 1995, but okay. I think that's the point. Oh, okay. How are we resolving these situations? Because I figure like you've got sort of like... Theatres of combat. And... <laughs> how, are saying, how are we resolving these situations? I don't know. A pleasant conversation with guns. With guns. Yes, Christopher. Thank you. Oh, with guns. Ah, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice, friends. <laughs> it's guns this week. Ooh. Now, what I was thinking. What is? What are the mechanics of the game? What are we doing? What like? What's 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 our turn to turn? Um, how are we defeating the challenges ahead of us? It's not PvP. No. I think it could be fun to have PvP at the end. Oh, absolutely. I think like you could have a really fun sort of balance where do you like the team has to win as a whole, so you have to have enough things to support each other, but then you have to also then try and fight each other at the end to win the <laughs> ultimate crown. But we've already got the budget to pay one of you. <laughs> that sort of thing. Although I guess that re- that would really reward DPS characters, wouldn't it? Yes. So let's not do that. Although, the dude with the shield just sitting in a corner. Well, he can't do the, anything. Back to the wall, shield there, just wait until they all kill each other. <laughs> and then what? Is he going to go stand on them? Yes. There's going to be one survivor. He's going to be very heavy. Okay, yeah, it's true. I guess he just puts all the shields around the other, around the other person and walks off. <laughs> just imprisons him. <laughs> a cruel joke. You will stay in the footlocker forever. <laughs> Going to push you into my tiny box, right? So yeah, enjoy the food court, asshole. Is it dice? Is it is it cards? Is it dice? So we've already got we've, we've already got cards for the items building, themselves. Building your gun, yeah, building your weapon. So I guess it would make sense to use cards as a mechanic. You were talking about um, deck building, mm-hmm. which is fun. I've been playing a lot of uh, Arkham Horror recently. You have. What if all of the cards also have numbers on them? Okay, radical. Um, dependent on like how good an item it is, how strong an item it is, and you mm-hmm. can either put it into your gun or use it as your resolution uh, okay. number. That would also give us quite a neat way of like of we could have quite a lot of duplicate cards because it's quite hard to come up with ideas for cards, isn't it? Like we, I mean, I don't know if you were listening to that bit there, listener, but we could only really come up with three classes. <laughs> So I'm worried about the... Uh... We well, need a lot of classes. You need a lot of bits, like long barrel, short barrel, slightly mm-hmm. longer barrel, two barrels, mm-hmm. slightly longer two barrels. See, this shit writes itself. And like, I think we, we, we could have fake manufacturers. Oh, yes. Who, like Maybe like in a Borderlands style vibe where you could theme it so you could have like a, you know, a Beretta 
barrel and and like it's not it's it's not Barretta, it's Biretta. It's yeah. named after the Cardinal's hat. Okay, shut up. Cardinal <laughs> Corrales. And um Biretta barrels uh, add your accuracy, that sort of thing. Mm. Um and then I, I guess like I don't know who makes swords, so I guess they would all have to be like Don Hernandez. <laughs> Don Hernandez adds the number of handles you have to your damage. See? And that's that's got I, I really like the idea of trying to get as many handle slots as possible. <laughs> and like and like what you, you end want up there, building, my friend, is a tonfer. You end up building these things which absolutely could not work. Yep. Like, one of my favourite things about Arkham Horror. So, yes, listener, I've been playing Arkham Horror on uh, Tabletop Simulator once a week. Um and it's 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 it provides a unique challenge to me, a man with a short attention span and very little patience for adding numbers together. <laughs> but the thing which the thing which it provides me is Arkham Horror, um, more so than the board game, I'd say, because the, the card game is, is abstracted. So um, I am playing a explorer character, and one of the things uh, you can get... So there's four stats, and one of them is books. And you can and books is what you roll to investigate. Okay. <laughs> what so, are you the, good at? Books. Books. It's just a picture of a book. It's a picture of a book. Picture of a head. Picture of a fist. Picture of a foot. Makes sense. And there's a, and those I are the too stats. Love feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the one of the items you can get which ups your books is a ma- is a magnifying glass okay. for investigating things and looking through books. That makes sense. Um, and it's a one handed item, and you can have two of them because they're not unique. <laughs> So what I do every single week is I put both magnifying glasses in front of my eyes and then run off into the jungle <laughs> in search of treasure. And that's that's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. to imagine this like this like this sort of maverick explore yeah, fucking right she's maverick, yeah. <laughs> Wandering around holding these things in place and just like the trying to ascribe the ridiculousness of these actions any sort of like trying to justify them in fiction is really fun, mm-hmm. and the same would come from well. What I've got here is eight silencers strapped to a grenade. <laughs> How does it do damage? Not only does it blow up, but it makes the area quiet for three days. <laughs> it takes noise out of the area. Yeah, like it kills the noise. Like your silences there'd be like there'd be like um an enemy alarm stat right mm-hmm. like a doom track or yeah, like, like a, a like yeah a tracker to find out what's going on yeah and the more noise you make the more enemies you kill um the more this would go up so it would act as a sort of a timer for the mission yeah um and then if you had silences you would have the capacity to contribute less of those when you make an attack mm-hmm. or like 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 you Tap your silencer card, and that means that the the, the enemy is, uh, is 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 added to the discard pile rather than the um, bother pile, chaos pile, alarm pile. There we are, bother pile. The well isn't this to uh, to do stack. Now, if I've got eight silencers strapped to a grenade, I pull that pin. I'm clearing out the alarm stack. That's gone. <laughs> That's entirely like I'm I'm sucking out things that's happened previously. You throw a grenade, and just <laughs> coincidentally, thirteen armed men go home. real direct causal relationship but it happens every time it's it occurs yeah and that that there's something really fun there i think and especially seeing as we can do it in like this why it would work better as a card game than a than a video game if you don't have to physically model any of it yes yeah like you can you can make up every eventuality yeah it works in the abstract mm. and so like sure like it would make sense if written on the card rather than um Snipe, uh, r- rather than silencer, was uh, infiltration training, you know? Yeah. So, like, at that point, that would make narrative sense. But fuck that. That's not what we're here for. No, um, I want kind of a hedgehog thing. I I do think we might need to drop the more ninja aesthetic. Is it tactical? Is that what we're going for? Uh, not necessarily tactical, but, like, you can slap whatever you want on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could have, essentially, Sentai Power Rangers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fine. You could do anything like that. But I think it needs to have a fairly slick, cool aesthetic. That's really true. It needs, like, the characters need to take it seriously. Yes. So if you have more ninjas, that's immediately funny. Yeah. Or so it's pitiable. It's operators. 
Yeah, it's something cool. It's operators tier, that tier one Medal of Honor style. But it doesn't even like have to be that. Like it could be non-military. Okay. It could be like in, for instance, in a Call of Cthulhu game, your investigators aren't aren't all operators, but they do ridiculous things. Yes, they're, they're usually not sort of endorsed by a country in some capacity. Yeah, exactly. So you you can you can totally have army men, mm-hmm. whatever you want, but like you could have I don't know space pirates. Right, I see. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't like. I really like. I really like the army men because they're big and strong and they make me feel safe. <laughs> no, I really like the army men because those that big is... arms and shemags. Oh, just, oh, just, give me, oh, just, just hold me and tell me, tell me that all the other countries are worse than us. <laughs> and speak of your scarf. Tell me, oh, t- tell me of your cool glasses in yellow. Tell, t- tell me what the second scope sideways on the gun does, Daddy. <laughs> and how do you turn that on? With a pressure sensor. Um, oh. Fan self. Oh, I've done cream my neck next. So, <laughs> my point is, the fact that they're taking it seriously, and the fact that, 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 like, in media and in culture, less so these days, I think, but certainly about, like, ten years ago, they were taken very seriously. They, they were held up as this cool thing which you could be. Mm-hmm. Or which, which, you, which you could aspire to, you know? Um, a bit like ninjas were in the 90s. Yes. Or, sorry, ninja. And so having that as your core aesthetic means that we can afford to get re- afford to get slightly wacky with the stuff that we're putting on there, but it's all grounded in real-world aesthetics. Yeah. Which makes the jokes funnier. Whereas if we have if we have space pirates, if I've got an alien gun which, I don't know, turns people into ghosts, I guess real guns do that as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that's their primary function. Well, but quicker, you know? Yeah. Uh, and guaranteed ghost every time it says that on the bullet. If there's a if there's an alien gun which turns people into ghosts, or like there's a teleporter device, or there's a you know space magic, we start to we start to lose track of the gag. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just I guess I think that there should be other possible skins for it. Well, that's expansion packs, my friend. Even just. Just change the aesthetic, just mm-hmm. because, like, if I saw a game where you were being an operator, no matter how cool the game was, I'm like, nah, I don't want to play that. I will say the cover would would have like one of these, like like two or three of these grizzled looking motherfuckers, you know, tattoos, glasses. We describe them often. Uh, yeah. There's a lady; she's got a baseball cap on, no sleeves anywhere. They are drawn completely seriously, picking through the jungle, but their guns are these ridiculous, fucking over the top. Like some of them don't even have a middle. You see, what I'm imagining is the cover of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, the oh, orange with, 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 the, with the guns. The the soldier on the right hand side, he's holding a gun up. I think I think you're thinking of Battlefield, well, the blue and orange one. Yeah, and the, no. the, the soldier's slightly on fire. No, the oh, okay. So the, the cover of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 with this single operator, fire in the background, holding a gun. Yeah. But in this case, it's a katana just covered in scopes. Great. Fine. Love Change it. Change nothing else. Yeah. Including the title. It would look... We, we may have to tweak the title a little bit. Mm-mm. Modern Warfare 3. There you go. There we go. That's not anything, is it? I don't think so. Everyone in the game takes themselves seriously. The game takes itself seriously. There are no sort of winks or jokes or anything anything like that. It all comes from the fact that you are building these ridiculous weapons yeah. to go and hunt t- terrorists. So everything's taken completely seriously. Um, we know it's a joke. The characters don't. It's like a uh, touch of cloth. Yes, you might need to explain that joke. Uh, touch of cloth is Charlie Brooker's um, ITV crime drama and it used the script of messiah 3 which was a another crime drama about like with with a religious killer it took that and then put a load of jokes in over the top and changed the thing but the structure of the plot is still there and the the like as as the director the instruction that he gave to the actors was this is a completely normal itv crime drama you've just received the wrong script and you have to keep doing this So at no point was anyone like mm, to camera. It's all played completely straight, and that is what we're doing with this as well. These are serious, top tier, absolute shit hot operators yep. for this skin, and we can have space pirates. We can have pulp storytelling. We can have um, people building magic weapons. That's fine, but I think the gag for me in this one is that they're all taking it completely seriously, but the weapons themselves are stupid. Yes. 
and the way they interact with the world is stupid. And the fact that like you could get you could get tape which tapes a magazine to another magazine, but like the other way around, rather than take it out and flip it over, it's just taped onto the bottom and it keeps shooting. <laughs> Yeah, you just keep stacking them over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And I, I like the idea as well that like ninety percent of the enemies are like fascist dictator in some yeah, small, what are we, what small are we country. Fighting? And then like one humans? of them, one of them is just a clown. Oh, they okay. still a fascist dictator, but nobody mentions that he's constantly in a clown and makes a honking noise when he walks. Right. Okay. And things like that, like just sliding yeah, in yeah. the. Utterly yeah. absurd. Yeah, having having things which can't like can't scan and then yeah. making, and then and then ignoring that. Like this this politician who's really pushing for um something awful. I can't think of something. Gun reform. Well, gun reform's good. Oh. Um <laughs> uh, uh, Gun not, open Not gun reform. Not gun reform is a dragon. And nobody comments on it. I'm kind of into that. Right. As long like, as long as we get a slow reveal, that'd be great. Yeah, like mostly it's just background television interviews with him, and he's on yes. like this like glitchy internet phone call. Or it's just like a picture of him. Well, he's a dragon, so oh well, it would you be, probably uh, see that he's a dragon. You've got me there. <laughs> but then, then like he turns up for the actual vote and just destroys the door going into mm-hmm. the the council chambers. Mm-hmm. We've got and, to take this guy down. He's a dragon, and kills three or four people when he sits in his chair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. I'm feeling it. Uh, yeah. I like. I like this combining the utterly ridiculous and then playing it straight. Mm-hmm. I think that's crucial. We've got cards. You have your. You have your weapon. Again, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a gun. I think what a gun would do is add range. A gun means that you can attack nearby areas, and the more scopes and the more the longer barrels and the more sort of maybe like a, a over overstuffed ammunition. Mm-hmm. Is that like like with the Oreos, double stuffed bullets? Yes, yeah. You just put more bullets in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes the gun, that, ma- that makes the bullets go further. So you can attack like linked areas away from you. The double bullet. It, it's two bullets, one inside the other, and if you get shot, you actually get shot twice. See, double the damage. Yep. Um, you've got you've got special ammunition cards which you can put in here, and again, it would work on a katana. Don't ask questions. Yep. You've got a katana that's just a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. But it's really like it, the exact profile of a katana with tiny little teeth going around it, which is entirely possible because you have the katana card, or sorry, you have the a thousand folded Japanese blade mm-hmm. card. You have the grip, which has the bandana from your mentor wrapped around it, uh-huh. which gives you extra mentor damage, and then you play the chainsaw edge card. Yeah, on that, and then your hell and wheels in close combat. You can't attack at range. But that's okay. I, I want a pistol that just fires little tiny spherical chainsaws. That's technically doable. Yeah, it's like it work in How the does system. It, just quick cue. How does a spherical chainsaw work? Where does the chainsaw bit go? Don't know, Grant. Mm, All around cool. the outside. Yeah, definitely every not on the external, inside. Every external surface is covered in wearing chainsaw blade. <laughs> not like a chainsaw sticking out, like a spike. Yeah. It's just going around the outside. Like, yeah, it's goddamn Hellraiser. It's weird. It's not really perceivable. No, well, it's, it's loud. We don't. Yes, you can certainly <laughs> hear it, and that would add to the chaos that you see. Okay, so the mechanic I think we have is you have to clear out these areas to get intel. Yeah, intel is. Uh, Chris, I'm just, I'm just making up. I'm just writing Arkham Horror again. I'm afraid. Okay, like, well, intel is just clues. You have a series of locations and a series of combat challenges in those locations. Yeah. And you were and like and like the GM or like probably wouldn't need a GM for this. Uh, you'd draw and like stack the combat decks in each of these locations first, and then when you sort of kick in the door, then you start turning them over and fighting them. And you can do reconnaissance to attack, like to see what's there before you go in, that sort of thing. And rearrange it so you can do assassinations and shift the person you want to kill up to the top of the deck so you know Very, where it is. Yeah, that's great. And like or like like you can. You can sneak in there and like, I'm going to plant a bomb and that just discards three cards at random and you from can, there. You can do things like shifting. Once you've worked out where cards are, you can start shifting mm-hmm. them into other decks as you yeah. force them to relocate. Yeah. So like, don't worry, listener. There's actually a game in here as well. Promise. Promise there's a game in here. However, I've overclocked my knife. Yeah, you have. You've really, you've really overcranked the handle. 
It's very warm for reasons I can't work out. <laughs> what what do you mean your knife is going too fast? <laughs> My knife just, can't just, sting. It just looks like a normal knife, but it's going too fast. It's got a load of uh, like Godspeed behind it in the drawing. Yeah. You'd have these you'd have these different setups you can do, and so like okay, I'm going. So from what I can tell, the mechanics we have are deck building. Yep. For your weapon. And then in terms of how that deck in terms of how that deck is built, you've got deploying those cards. So like getting slots for those cards is important. Getting means of get, getting means of delivering this information towards the enemy, as it were. Mm-hmm. Put putting these numbers towards the enemy. So like how that how that functions, how many attacks you can make, the range you can make, how dangerous it is for you, that's one thing. You've also got the more chaos that you cause the like the higher up this sort of the the alarm counter goes and the more dangerous enemies become you could have extra cards dealt into in, in into enemy decks for reinforcements uh, you could have them become harder that would be the the balance right like the the higher the chaos level the more cards you draw per round oh that's interesting so there's a reason to want to up the chaos mm, um, like, and then okay. lower the chaos there's obviously less guards but you draw less so you you can only do you can do fewer actions slower mm. because you're needing to be quiet because you're doing stealth etc and then a, a high chaos is just fire everything you can have low chaos characters and high chaos characters and yep. ones who ones who try and put so sneaky characters try and pull it down uh, by again throwing just throwing silences at people. Yes, and I think you could get some interesting stuff with high chaos characters uh, with, with with this the shift of high low chaos in that you want it to be low until you're at the final battle. At which point you need all those extra cards. You need all those extra cards, and it doesn't matter that like like oh it doesn't matter if there's reinforcements being supplied because we've already cleared those places out. Well, mm. we don't. We never need to go back there, so that's fine. Whatever, as long as like you can focus your 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 uh, your, your attention on something. So you get kind of. I'm envisaging maybe like a map of a of like like a, a, a the, word, the word I have is battlefront or combat map. But the idea that there's this sort of ongoing campaign, you're choosing which bits to interact with, and you're war choosing zone. the it's Like yes, war zone. You've heard the call of duty, and you've gone to the war zone for some modern warfare. This, I suppose. A battlefield you're, you're going to in <laughs> search of a medal of honour. <laughs> Are you scared? You're quaking. You know that your doom is right around the corner. <laughs> but if there's one thing that you Sonic and Knuckles... It's Hexen. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the game, Chris. I think, I think it that's is. everything. Uh, I, we need a name for it. Something like Mega Kill or the Omega Spectrum. I want the Quake announcer to yell "Holy shit!" and "Multi Killer." <laughs> Holy shit was um, oh, Tom. I, I kind of like the idea that we, because we're selling it straight, because mm. we're pitching it straight, we ha- we we name it like a Tom Clancy book. So it's like Ghost Recon or The Sum of All Fears. Actually, or you, or you do an you do an allusion to it and just call it like Quadra. Oh, that's nice, Quadra. So like that's, that's the, the name, name of the organization. Yeah. That's the name of the organization slash unit, mm. but also like it's quad damage. Welcome to Quadra, boys. I'm oh, sure yeah. you've received. I'm I'm a New York army man. None none of us in New York come to think of it. You want to slice it? You want to shoot the boys? Which one do you want? Hey, I'm killing here. And I like the idea that as soon as you start playing, he just drops into the Quake voice. Like the really deep, like, quad damage. Okay, now you are saying quad damage. We don't have quad damage in the game. I want to stress this. Yeah, we do. But that doesn't fit the gag. It's just one it's of the upgrades. The same reason we it don't have It replaces the barrel. That's not even how it works in Quake. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. We can get... That's not the core game. That's the tie-in we do with ID Software. That's true. Took for Doom brackets 2016. Mm. We have all the weapons from Doom. We have like the the micro missile launcher. We have the the rocket boots. We have the little dolls you can find for some reason. Whatever. Those awful grenade things that come on your shoulder and whatever. That was the sequel, which we don't discuss. Oh, okay. Well, we can, but it just wasn't as good. Just before we wrap up, I'd love to get a colon in there. I mean, so would they. Quadra colon ultra modern warfare. Mm, I, don't, I don't think we want the modern warfare. Title tag to it. Quadra, colon, Super Mario Sunshine 2. <laughs> Phoenix Wright, colon, Quadra. No, no, no existing games. They're really popular games. People will love it. <laughs> and then they won't know. Quadra, colon, Pokemon. See? Quadra, colon, gotta catch them all, brackets, Hannah Montana. <laughs> you, you haven't got to be earlier for 
the fact that the quad damage isn't in the game. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's that's not in the game, Chris. Like, you know what? Let's call it Pokemon. Okay. What? Okay. What I'm trying to say is, Quadra is a lovely name for the organization, and I think it really suits the whole sort of quad damage over the top vibe. Mm-hmm. I think also if we call the game Quadra, if you don't see that cover image, no one will know it's silly. That's true. So if we put a colon in there, like Quadra, and then have some sort of overstated thing... Something with the word elite in it. That's the stuff. Quadra, colon, hyper elite. Hyper sounds a bit much, you know? Giga? (laughs) Octo? Mega? Mega. Mega, not mega elite. Damage? Mega damage. Christopher. (laughs) Don't let me come around there. It's illegal. Quadra, colon, damage. (laughs) Tell you what, let's get let's get rid of the raw. <laughs> let's just drop that. Fuck it. All right, have it your way. The name of the game is Quad Damage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A game which has no relevance to Quake or Doom. But your superior officer is Mister Quad Damage. Can we at least have it with two Ds? Yeah, and I suppose okay. he, I'd really hope he was an officer of some kind, <laughs> rather than a Mister. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, he's wandered in off the street. <laughs> yeah, he was an officer at, at one point. <laughs> now, technically, he's a mister. Yeah. But the military have brought him back in as a contractor to assist on this. He's freelancing. Because no, no one else can make the things, the silencers work like he does. <laughs> I would have got you for an elite mission. I'm Mr. Quad Damage, and I work freelance. Please. Please, Mr. Damage is my father. Call me Quadratic. <laughs> Quad to my friends. This this week's game, this Fortnite's game, is Quad Damage. A confusing name. I, I don't know how Chris is even going to spell it. I hope, I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> a game not about Quake, but a game about tying silences onto knives and seeing what happens. We love you very much. If you've enjoyed this sort of thing, I, I kind of want to have a go at this game. This sounds fun. It does sound like fun, doesn't it? This or also least, sounds I, fairly I, easy. I, I want to pick it up and play with it and like, and like try and build silly weapons. That sounds like fun It doesn't me. need balance. Not really, no. No. Not especially. When, like, You're only you going to ba- play it once anyway, so... You'd be bouncing it from within the scenario as well. Mm. If you've enjoyed this and you want to fund the creation of more imaginary games, and by by extension, more real games, I yes. should note, we take the money you give us for the podcast and then spend it on food, which lets us make real games more often than fake games. Yes. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash friends, give us some money, and come along and join the Discord. Um, or not, you know, that's fine too. It's, it's abs- I'm not hurt if you don't want to. He's okay, not. He's really not. I'm not, it's okay. Uh, we love you a great deal. We hope you're having a nice time. Um, and if you've got any questions, uh, don't ask them because we don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you, listen, if you've got any questions about role-playing, the answer is leave the group or talk to them. Yeah. So just do one of those two things. We love you very much and we'll see you two weeks from now. Bye. Bye. Bye.